Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Uh, another solid day in the markets today. All-time highs once again in the uh, S&P 500. Not quite today in NASDAQ, which finished down nine points. Uh, Dow Jones today was up 237 points, closing at 34,433. Uh, we're about, uh, what is that, 500 points now away from an all-time high in the Dow Jones, give or take. Uh, Rust 2000 day also positive today, just to barely by a point. S&P 500 up 14 points at 4280. Again, NASDAQ down nine at 14,360. But NASDAQ and uh, you know, technology stocks have been leading, so uh, not uncommon to see a little bit of weakness here. The VIX continues to plummet back below 16, now at 15.6. And the 10-year today, maybe one of the reasons NASDAQ was a little bit soft, the 10-year yield got a little bit of a lift today at 1.536%. The uh, Boston Fed President, uh, Fed Governor Rose, uh, Rosengren, was out saying today that the Fed could taper by year-end uh, could begin tapering their $120 billion a month in, 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 in monthly uh, purchases, and that they could raise rates as soon as next year. Uh, we're, uh, we're calling BS on both of those. Neither one, neither, folks, I, I, I hate to laugh at a Fed governor, but uh, that's not going to happen. We talk about the reasons here often. The Fed will not raise rates anytime soon. Their taper will not take place until... Late next year at the earliest, that's been our view for some time. We're not going to change our mind on that now. Uh, but, uh, again, it was a great week today. Market's really in melt-up mode here for all the right reasons. You know, next week is the last week of the uh, of, of a second quarter, and we know what follows, second quarter earnings, and a lot of money is coming in. That's the biggie, really, is the, the fun flows, which we've been covering with you here. You know, again, all-time highs now, and people are plowing into equities that's only going to pick up speed next week. We've got not only the end of a month, but the end of a quarter. So start of a new quarter. All these fund flows coming in from pensions, retirements, us. It's uh, going to be a lot of buying coming into the market next week. Doesn't necessarily mean the market's going to go higher because a lot of times you do have uh, some smart money, meaning central banks, that sell into this kind of buying. But we, like, we, st- we still continue to like this setup a lot because tech has been leading. And that, for us, is one of our primary buy signals. Uh, internal's been much better. Obviously, earnings. Just talk about this for a minute. Earnings have already started coming in for second quarter, uh, you know, because of accounting periods. So far, we've had ten S and P five hundred companies that have reported earnings. All ten have beaten on both earnings per share and sales estimates. No real surprise there. But so far, their average beat on uh, on earnings is ninety percent. And looking at 27% growth so far, uh, just going to be an exceptional quarter. And, uh, and we think it continues, by the way. It, yeah, we won't have a, another quarter of beats like this, maybe ever, because obviously the comp is, is second quarter of last year, which was the, the depths of coronavirus insanity. Uh, but, uh, but, but this is going to be an absolutely remarkable quarter. It's about to be reported, about, starting about mid-July is when the banks start reporting uh, at the end of that week there. Um, also, of note, you know, we think this is bullish, by the way. If you remember, in, in mid-April, the percentage of S&P 500 stocks trading above their 50-day moving average hit 92.5%. That was like, <laughs> you don't get much more extended than that. And as it turned out, that was a bit of a, a sell signal. Uh, just overbought, and it's now down to 47.5%. So now 
Just 47.5% of all S&P 500 stocks are trading above their 50-day moving average. We think that's really bullish uh, because, again, the extreme overbought readings are gone. Uh, and what confirms that for us is that we still have, as of yesterday, 90% of all S&P 500 stocks continue to trade above their 200-day moving average. That's very, very bullish, but it's also lower than mid-April's readings of 97%. So, again, it's a bit of a reset. It, it, it's, uh, it, it, these, these resets are, and the rotational moves we see are extremely bullish because they, all they do is they continue to extend and prolong bull markets. We think that pattern is going to continue for some time as we rotate back and forth from value to growth, value to growth, et cetera, and uh, from sector to sector. Uh, that's, uh, that's the kind of bullish action you want to see if, you are, uh, if, you're, if you're voting for higher stock prices. Also today... Um, we found out from Bank of America, as you know, we've been reporting here uh, on one of the major reasons to be bullish, which is don't fight the Fed, don't fight banks, uh, don't fight governments printing money. Uh, it's uh, don't fight the Fed, don't fight the tape is the classic, you know, uh, uh, advice, uh, and it's held up really well, of course, uh, with uh, with all the money that's been printed since coronavirus. In the last last fifteen months, we've been reporting a total. Of global stimulus, both fiscal, monetary, government, and uh, and central bank, total uh, stimulus of 22 trillion. That's the number we've used now for many months. Well, Bank of America this morning updated that figure. They now say that total stimulus from coronavirus-related issues over the last 15 months now sits at 30.5 trillion. So we're looking at more than eight trillion dollars more than the number we've been using. So again, don't fight the Fed, don't fight the tape, don't fight the unlimited printing presses that are resulting from coronavirus insanity. And we also think it's another great reminder to keep buying physical gold, silver, the miners, and energy stocks because these are all inflation, uh, co you know, commodity-driven inflationary names that are direct beneficiaries of the insanity of the printing press that we're seeing right now. Uh, take a look under the hood today. Again, very good day today. Uh, not as great as yesterday. We had solid beats across the board, advanced decline, up down volume, not quite two to one, but solid. We'll take this almost two to one, by the way, in uh, in NYSE on volume. But uh, new 52 week highs lows came in at uh, 405 uh, new 52 week highs to just 17 new lows. I mean, that's just extraordinary. Again, we only had five days this year with negative readings there. And also, one last point the Dow Jones today finishing up 237 marks. Now, 12 out of 14 Fridays that have been positive. That's rare because, remember, you can't sell over the weekend. So when investors are bidding up the markets going into a weekend when they can't sell for two days, that, that's about as bullish a sentiment indicator as you're going to find. And also, we think bodes well for next week. Again, we're looking for a really strong week next week. And our sector watch today, also very good uh, readings here as well. We had uh, of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, 10 finished higher. Financials led the way up 1.2%. Utilities also up 1.1%. And uh, to the downside, really nothing. Just one technology just finished down, not even a point. Um, and uh, commodity watch. So <clears throat> gold has been stuck in this rut here. Uh, 1779. It's been. In, it seems like. It feels like it's been in this right in this range for the entire week. Uh, up three dollars announced today. 
1779. Uh, silver today up eight cents an ounce at 2614. Uh, copper today has had a better week, still uh, you know quite a bit lower than its all-time highs that we had last month. Copper today down two cents a pound at 429. Oil today another good week. This is five straight weeks that oil's been higher. Oil today closing at a new three-year high of $73.98 a barrel. It was over uh, 74 quite a bit of the day today, up 68 cents a barrel. And finally, Bitcoin continues to struggle beneath its 200-day moving average uh, at right now at down 28.50 today at 31,988. It's trying to put in the bottom. That's pretty clear. But the longer it stays below the 200-day, I think the 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 more uh, the more danger there is that that thirty thousand level uh, support gets broken, and uh, we would not be we would not be at, we're not adding to positions here in Bitcoin. We're going to wait until we get back above the two hundred day. Really, I, I think it'd be healthy to get a flush uh, because there are obviously a lot of buyers lined up, but I think the buyers are living lower right now. Folks, again, that's it for today. Always appreciate you joining us. Please join us full-time at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.